When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Final parody of in 3D. I either see it listed as the Rye or the Kaiser. I see it listed as theme for Rocky 13, or I've seen it listed as theme for Rocky 13 in parentheses Rye or the Kaiser. <laughs> so whatever you call it, this is the final one. It's a parody of Survivor's Eye of the Tiger, and it talks about a washed-up Rocky Balboa now just running a deli and occasionally beating up liverwurst so uh that's that's all wiki could give me on this one too not 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 a very beloved song based on the very little that was on wiki but i have always really enjoyed this song yeah well it's you know i'm glad you pointed out the lyric thing because i didn't notice you're you're right on in 3d it's called theme from rocky 13 parentheses the rye or the kaiser on the food album it's credited as the rye or the kaiser but then on Wiki, it's literally just theme for Rocky 13. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the fact when I was a kid and I heard this for the first time, we've talked before, like Food Album was my first thing. Um, it, it took me an embarrassingly long time. Like I'll say within the last couple years, really, that I appreciated the joke of the theme from Rocky 13 title. Yes. <laughs> like I did not realize why that was so funny as a kid when I heard it. And now I'm like, that's a really funny name for this song. And we, and at this point in 2021, I think we're actually closer to Rocky 13 than ever before. I was just going to say, like, they keep going. Eventually, we're going to get there. I guess they technically switched into, like, prequel. Or no, the, the Creed, no, it's mo- just, Creed movies are sequels, right? Yeah. They're yeah. all sequels. <laughs> I'm not... Uh, uh, I, mean, I, I hope this conversation is not too Rocky-focused, because that's not yeah. my... I'm no, not super and, and I Same. I've watched the original five... Well, you're Maybe way you ahead watch. of me then, because this yeah, is the sort of I'm, I feel like I've seen parts of a bunch of Rocky movies, but like on cable, so I have no idea what I saw in which one. Like it's all no, just a blur of of Sylvester Stallone fighting people. For me, it was just oh, these are all available on Netflix, and I've got nothing better to do. There you go. Um, but really, the only two there's only two that I would actually actively sit down and rewatch because they're just the right amount of bonkers for me, and that's three and four. Ah. <laughs> Rocky three, you've got 
Hulk Hogan and Mr. T in the same movie, which like that's pretty huge. Done deal. And then Rocky <laughs> Four, you know, is obviously the the Dolph Lundgren Russia with the crazy Rocky owns a, a robot plot. So like. It's it those those two are just <laughs> wacky enough that I love them. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. obviously Rocky won an Academy Award, and I find it a very boring movie. To watch yeah, and launched I'm not into uh, Stallone's whole career right is completely from Rocky. Yeah, like it's yeah. everything came from that, and I'm just like could not care less. Give me give me <laughs> Mr. T and Hulk Hogan, please. Yeah, um, but yes, so. It is really funny. It, it falls into that same category that, like, a couple years later in Back to the Future 2, you'd get, like, Jaws 14. This time it's really personal. <laughs> I think that the beyond the fact that naming it the theme for Rocky 13, like, that is a funny joke all in itself. But then for the song to actually be laying out what the plot of this, like, pathetic aged yeah. Rocky movie is, where it's like, yeah. there's really no fighting. It's just him working the type of job that a retired boxer probably ends up working. <laughs> like, I was going to say, like, now looking at it, it's it actually feels, like, scarily similar to uh, the premise to the movie The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke. That's what I mean. Who yeah. literally is working at the deli counter of the supermarket <laughs> in that movie. I never made that connection until right now, and I've kind of just blown my own mind that is so weird. I also wow. like that my Google is to a point where I just typed in the word <laughs> the rye and the rye or the Kaiser was my second option yeah. of what it Google was Google like, knows. There's nothing else you could possibly be looking for, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, no, that's the... Uh, so that's what's crazy about this is that, yeah, this is like the lyric is the setup to a movie that at the time this was a joke and oddly now it doesn't feel that inappropriate at all. If like, oh yeah, this is just about the washed up... Uh, the the boxer a sad uh, movie that you know Stallone could win yet another Oscar for if it ever actually got made and I love like there's even these little references right so the opening verse I think is very very funny and yeah. the first the first line being sung in that Survivor kind of way where it's like fat and weak what a <laughs> disgrace <laughs> like that just alone is really funny but yeah. guess the champs got too lazy. Ain't Gonna Fly Now, which is a great throwback to the first Rocky movie yes. song. He's just taken up space, sold his gloves, and threw the eggs down the drain. Yes. Like, that is that is brilliant. Like It's great. It's so good. Because he is, like, pulling... This is, again, when we talk about when Al really cares about the subject that he's writing about. Like, yeah. he he... There's no way he just, like, heard Eye of the Tiger and was like, all right, I'm gonna write this. This will be funny. I promise you this dude probably sat down and watched every Rocky movie that was available to him while crafting out these lyrics to yes. make sure that it felt as close to being in the canon of the Rocky movies as it could be. It's so true. This is like, I feel like on the surface, this is just like another, you would be forgiven for on the surface, assuming this is just yet another Al singing about food parody, but this is significantly more clever than that yeah. this is a really really smart commentary and yeah like you said clearly comes from having watched these movies and really uh gotten into uh a genuine thought of where our where our hero might be however many years later yeah it's and the chorus is just so catchy the chorus works way better than it has any right working <laughs> it's true this is one of those i just you know listening to this song again right before we recorded i feel like the eye of the tiger is i don't 
ever need that's one of those songs like I don't ever need to hear that song again in my life. Yeah. But this really still made me smile. <laughs> sometimes Al's parodies can do that and sometimes I fall into the same like ah, I still like you know, it's good, but I still don't feel like I need to, like, I'm not going to get a whole lot of satisfaction out of this thing that I've heard a million times in my life. But, yeah, no, this one has its own, this, it hits different, as the kids yeah. would say, I think. It, um, it's also worth noting, like, credit where credit's due for Survivor and their song Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. But, like. Oh, yeah, I think is... Eye of the Tiger is a good song, but it's just. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. Yeah. I But I was going to say, like. It is rare that you write a song that just works so well as a montage song oh, that crazy. someone can change the lyrics to being at a deli asking you which bread you want the meat <laughs> special on, and I can still close my eyes and imagine a training montage to the music because it's like the music matters more than the lyrics ever did with this song. Like, Yes. Yes. Which I can't say, like, that's not the same for, say, what I think is the greatest montage song ever written, which is You're the Best from Karate Kid, which, like, Good that song's all about the lyrics. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like I, the first, so obviously, it wasn't the first time I heard it, but the most memorable time that I heard it, sure to be a future guest, but there was this this local musician, uh, Matt DiStefano, uh, who had this side project called Team Goldie, and... Team Goldie was like in the same vein as like an MC Chris or an MC Lars where he was super talented with instruments and he played all of the instruments and he would record and mix these songs and then he would put them on iPods and plug that into the soundboard and he would like sing and rap over top of these like compositions wow, that he nice. made. His actual Team Goldie was his more known name, but his original recording name was MC Goldie Wilson because he was a huge Back to the Future nice. fan. Yeah. But his sound check song was always you're the best like to make sure that he had his levels right so that the vocals yeah. would like not be overpowered by the iPod or vice versa and i just remember him playing that at one of his you know i would book him all the time but there was one night we were in a skating rink and he's playing that song and all of a sudden the whole audience when that bridge comes in where it's like the Fight till you drop, never stop, can't give up until you reach the top. Like, it was this whole, it was like 200 kids in this skate park just all That's singing awesome. their hearts out to that part. I'm like, this song fucking rules. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. I love that. To teenage years, teenage and early 20s doing local shows, the, the, the weird <laughs> little moments that just live forever in your memory. Banks. Yeah, it's like, so true. Oh, God. All right. So, but yeah, survive. I think I may have known Ryer the Kaiser before I knew Eye of the Tiger, actually. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, it's possible I did, too, but it might have been close because, I mean, Eye of the Tiger is one of those songs that's like, you know, Feels again, like we were saying like there. Al yeah. knows how to pick these because this is, it has still held up to the test. You know, like this song still gets played all the time. Nobody, everyone still knows this song. Um, this has been getting played on the radio for like really since the day it came out, which is crazy. I, the original, not Al's version. Yeah. So I couldn't say I which mean, one I in heard. In a perfect first, world, but... it would be Al's version being played. I know, right? So this is here. Here's the one thing, though, I will say is 
at first I was like, yeah, you guess you're... But this song already had two years of still being in the public conscience before he recorded this parody. Mm. I thought that... I was like, this was in Rocky Four, right? That was 1980. But it's Rocky Three from 82. So it was at least... Not to take credit away from Al, but it was... <laughs> It was already been tested that this song was probably going to stick around in it, the it had, public yeah. conscience a little bit. It had so hit like, big. It had hit big for sure, yeah. 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 Versus like, we're not too far away from Polka Party where that is probably the biggest example of him taking some gambles and being wrong. And missing, yeah. It's so true, yeah. Honestly, might be one of the only examples of, in the career that he's had, his ability to pinpoint songs that will stand the test of time has been really impressive. Yeah, his just, track record overall is incredibly good. Yeah, it's just Polka Party is a very unfortunate misstep I know, on guessing I know, what I know. songs were going to really permeate the uh, the pop culture landscape. It's so true. I think he was even wrong for 1986. Like, it wasn't even like like he picked yeah. songs that didn't, like, it was like, oh, he, he guessed that these songs were going to be huge. And they just weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have one, like, lyrical beef with this song because I really love the words. But in the second chorus, our titular hero suggests an appetizer. And I have never been to a deli in my life that ever offered anybody an appetizer. You know what? If if you can prove me wrong, I would be very happy. So I'm not going to say that they offer me appetizers. (laughs) Okay. But there is a Ryan's Deli right by my house. My parents are obsessed with their chicken salad. So I have to go in there all the time. And in their display window, you can get like reheatable mozzarella sticks that they made in there and like various appetizer like things i think it's because it's catering because it's catering and you know what to be fair in the final chorus and i was gonna say it's really like finding too many words that rhyme with kaiser is a real challenge and he was like i gotta have at least a few words that rhyme with kaiser yeah for sure i i do agree with you though that i've never walked into a local deli gotten a sandwich and they're like would you like a plate of mozzarella sticks to go exactly. with that <laughs> and i'm actually just now realizing i said the second it's the first two choruses both say appetizer kaiser yeah, with appetizer really... and in the third to validate your point it switches to let me please be your catering advisor there you go then so yeah. if this is a deli slash catering company i suppose i can accept that they offer appetizers, but yeah, the idea of like waiting for your roast beef sandwich and like, and can I get you an appetizer? I was like, what it's are like, you talking about? Where are we right you, now? Yeah, it's gonna take you longer <laughs> to heat up those mozzarella sticks than it's gonna say, take yeah. you to throw the the meat on the bread yeah. and call stop, it a day. Stop talking about other things and make the sandwich. <laughs> and I'll be honest, as many times as I've gone into my parents' deli for them to get them that chicken salad that they love so so much. I've never thought, man, let me try one of those mozzarella sticks. Oh, my sticks. God. That seems insane. The idea of going to a deli and getting reheated mozzarella sticks. That's crazy. <laughs> like, absolutely chaos. I wonder I how like, many why? of those they sell. You should, you know what? For the na- In the name of the podcast, next time you go, you should, like, just get, like, two mozzarellas just to see. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... 
Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you like music and you like podcasts and you like to laugh and you like to learn, you need to immediately subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Each week on the One Hit Thunder podcast, we dive deep into the story and back catalog of a one hit wonder band or artist. From there, we have a good, healthy discussion as to whether they brought the one hit thunder or were nothing more than a one hit wonder. We have a huge back catalog and we've done episodes on everything from Don't Worry, Be Happy and the Macarena to King of Wishful Thinking and Cumbersome. I promise you're going to love the show more than Jaquan loved getting tipsy and even more than Bobby Boris Pickett loved making alternate versions of the Monster Mash. Subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your podcasts. Here is the one thing that I regret about when I went and saw Weedus live. <laughs> was, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. When Regrets. I went to see you live, <laughs> it was the same day that the My Bologna episode dropped, and I literally yes. was like, I should pick up a pack of bologna, and we should shoot a video of us eating bologna <laughs> outside of the show for the Instagram page. And I was like, nah, that's stupid. And like now in retrospect, I'm like, we should have done it. That would have been, uh, you know what? You would have really tested my, uh, because I haven't had like bologna in same. such a long time. And I think the uh, like eating it outside of that club would have really on that hot Friday night. It was so hot. It was like raining on and off. It was super humid. And the uh, you showing up with a pack of bologna, I would have been like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I might have had to wait till after the show. It was like this is like I'm gonna puke on stage. I, I don't need, like. But I think I said it in the episode. Like I I don't even know. Like maybe I would love it at this point. It's been such a long time. I have no it idea is, how I would feel. It about. is a real mystery. The one radio show that I listened to has literally had a three day long <laughs> debate going with the callers on if fried bologna is a great sandwich or a horrible sandwich. Wow. And I'm like, I don't know. I have no clue. I don't but know. then the I mean, one girl this... posted a picture of like it was like a bologna, like fried bologna, but like with cheese and an egg on like a breakfast sandwich, I'm like, God, that actually looks really good. But see, yeah, but see that I could I could be swayed to trying that yes. as opposed to just like peeling off slices on the street. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, we we dealing stamp them our like podcast. a deck of cards. Yeah, we stamp <laughs> our podcast name on it and hand it to Walker buys. <laughs> <laughs> please seriously please take a complimentary bologna business sandwich that for- would really i feel like for the any of the locals there who didn't know that would really change the vibe of the weeda show for those people's like we went to see weedas and the guy was standing outside offering bologna but just raw bologna at the entrance oh it's so good uh all right so rye or the kaiser you're at the deli those are your only two options what are you picking for your sandwich? It's a great question. That's a great <laughs> question, Matt. Well, there are two. It really depends on the sandwich I'm going to get. I love, I like rye a lot because I'm a big fan of a Reuben. Okay. It's a great, great sandwich. So I will often order a Reuben and that usually comes on rye. But a Kaiser roll is uh, probably Kaiser more than rye, I would say. Kaiser is a, a better like overall I feel like almost any sandwich on a Kaiser roll, you're going to have a good time. But if you want to get one of those pressed hot sandwiches, like a Reuben, um, rye bread's wonderful. Okay, so I'm looking at a Kaiser roll. I wanted to remind myself what they look like. Yes. I'm glad I did. I was imagining a different type of roll. 
Ah, okay. I was I was imagining more of the uh, the the thin long roll, not the short round. Rolls. Oh yeah, a Kaiser roll is like what I you get like a on a like a bacon egg and cheese. If you're a New yes. Yorker like me, that's the Kaiser yeah. roll. Yeah. So I agree. It does depend on what you're doing. Here's the problem: I'm really not a fan of either. I'm I'm a like white or wheat bread man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or okay. Obviously, based out of Philly. A hoagie roll. Sure. But sure. if I have to choose between the rye or the Kaiser, I actually don't like bread as much as a lot of other people. So I'm going to go with the rye, less bread that I have oh, to work through to get right. to the meat. I like the, like the, the chain of logic. For what it's worth, I mean, he does at one point offer the rye or the Kaiser or the wheat or the white. Well, I mean, there when are that a lot gets of put options. on the table. When the other options are put on the table, I'll take the white or the wheat. But the song's not called the rye or the Kaiser or the wheat or the white. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So, so you're going to go with rye because it's less bread. I mean, that's less I, bread. I, wow. Man, like, my brain. You don't like bread. That's so interesting. Like, man, I, I love- don't dislike bread. Don't don't like look. If I go to Olive Garden and they put some breadsticks on the table, I'm going to yeah. get a side of Alfredo sauce and I'm going to destroy <laughs> those breadsticks. Oh, and if yeah. I go to Capriati's and they bring me that giant thing of oil mixed with all different types of herbs and spices, I'm going to be dipping it. my bread in there. Absolutely. But I've also like had the hot take that like the only reason I like shoestring fries over other French fries is that there's less potato getting in the way of the salt. So like, <laughs> you know, like for me, it's like I'm buying the sandwich for the sandwich meat, not the bread. So like, it's more of a frustration of like, like if I get a cheesesteak and they like make sure the meat and the cheese is consolidated in the center. So my first two bites is just big hefty bites of bread with no actual meat or cheese. I'm pissed. I don't what like I don't want to just gnaw on some raw ass bread. <laughs> I I want there to be something in between it. That's <laughs> like, that's fair. And now that you've said that, since this is like, you know, we're we're on a tangent here, but we're talking about sandwiches, which is really what this song is about. So as a Philly person, yes. Where what's your is there your spot for a cheesesteak? What's, what's what's the goat cheesesteak in Philly? For me, yeah, leaving Philadelphia and going into the suburbs. Okay, interesting. Uh, I I think that at this point, the Philly cheesesteak options, the Jims, the Gino, Tony Luke's, all of those guys. It's yeah, you can go there if you're a fucking tourist. You know what I mean? Like it's like oh, you get your <laughs> which picture. I always am. That's why I'm yeah. asking you. Yeah, it's like you're getting your picture in front of the sign, but it, it's it's kind of like going to an In and Out to me in California like hot take that I have is that I think that the In-N-Out burger is not that much better than going to a Jack in the Box or any other burger that joint is, that that's is a in, hot take Matt I know right. that's in that's in Los Angeles but no one's posting a picture of themselves with a Jack in the Box <laughs> burger outside of the Jack in Box you want to get the photo of you outside the In-N-Out burger with the animal style burger in your hand. sure yeah, yeah, yeah so it's like almost a status symbol at that point but if you come to the suburbs where no one's got they don't have a dog in the race, you know. What mm-hmm. I mean? Like they're just gonna make it. Um, but I, the Philly, the traditional Philly cheesesteak, I actually think is kind of gross a lot of time because it's not chopped up meat at a lot of those places. They keep it as like the slab of meat. The suburbs places, they chop it up real fine and blend the cheese all up in it, so it's almost like a. This is gonna sound gross, but it's like a meat cheese paste that they're like <laughs> essentially putting inside this bread. And that's that's the way I likes to do it. Do you prefer um, provolone or whiz? American cheese, and then American. I American. Amer- here we go. American cheese, and then I order 
a side of cheese fries with the cheese on the side so that I can apply the amount of cheese whiz that I want inside of it because like sometimes there's not enough and sometimes it's buck wild too much <laughs> so like this way i'm in control of the, wow. the ratio i'm really i'm so glad i asked you this question <laughs> my just further examples of how my brain well is you you referenced cheesesteaks and i was like i bet matt is going to have some hard opinions on cheesesteaks oh, yeah. usually people from the philly area do and again i'm a tourist i'm uh, a humble guest of your city when i'm there yeah. and i've tried all of the big ones my favorite of the big ones has always been Jim's. Okay. Um, I think Jim's does a really, really good cheesesteak, but nothing would make me happier than to have an excuse to go to a different cheesesteak place yeah. next time I'm in well, Philly. So we're going to have to talk. Yeah, next time you're playing in, in PA, yeah. especially you're playing Wayne. You know what I mean? Like it was closer to come to my house for a cheesesteak than to go to Philly at that point. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah, what come, come down to the Aston neighborhood. Yeah. And, and you can have your choice because it breaks down. Like my favorite spot, by nostalgia based is Tom's Pizzeria. It was the pizza place that was directly behind my parents' house. Sure. I would walk there probably three or four times every week in the summer and get a cheesesteak. Uh I would I had this I had this crazy method. It sounds like you still have a crazy method, by the way, just to be clear. Oh, for sure. But this was <laughs> this was like this is when when I watch Stranger Things, right? You watch like a show like Stranger Things. Yeah. You've got these young kids, they're riding their bikes, they're living their like childhood middle school and early high school years mm -hmm. like what that brings up in me is this specific summer mm -hmm. we had a mom and pop's video store by my house right and for those listening who are too young to remember video stores uh depending on how old a movie was depended on how many days you could rent it out right so yeah. if it was a brand new release you got two days with it but if it was an older release you would usually get five days so the way that this mom and pop store worked was that if you rented a five-day rental and you returned it the next day, you got a free rental. That's awesome. So I went there. School ended. Let's say school ended on June 12th. Mm -hmm. On June 13th, I went there and I rented five five-day rentals, <laughs> right? And I returned all five of them the next day. Wow. And got five more free rentals, which I used on five more five-day rentals. I figured out very quickly that there was a glitch in the system because when I returned those five the next day, I got five free rentals. <laughs> so Wait, You're watching five movies a day? For how so, long? So for an entire summer, my method was I woke up first thing in the morning. This place opened at 9. At 8.30, I hopped on my bicycle. I biked, my, I biked home. I biked to the video store, wow. dropped off my tapes, rented my five movies, and I worked. This is how I've seen so many horror movies. I worked my way through the entire horror section because I had no questions. There's, I was like 13. No one asked if I was of age to be watching any of these. Um, rented five movies. I would bike home. So I'd be home by like 9.30, 10 o'clock. Start the first movie. At 12, I would call the Toms behind my house and order. They would have a, a, like a foot and a half long cheesesteak you could get. So I'd get this long ass cheesesteak and order French fries and like the three liter Pepsi. Yeah. And then, because my parents were at work, my brothers and sisters actually had friends. So they were like <laughs> out doing stuff. And I'd literally just be sitting in the living room. I had one of those little dinner folding tables and I just worked my way through a cheesesteak, crushed an entire three liter of soda while watching all of these movies throughout the day. And then I'd make sure they were all rewound and I'd hop on my bike the next morning and repeat, rinse and repeat. Wow. And, uh, 
but Tom, so Tom's, when I think of Tom's, I think of those memories. They've gone through, I don't want to say they've gone through different owners, but they definitely went through different chefs because like yeah. the cheesesteak quality has dipped greatly. Mm. So like my heart is like, take them to Tom's, but Tom's is a dice roll and if it'll be a good cheesesteak yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then there's like Lespeda's, which is usually a good cheesesteak and a great bang for your buck. They put way too much meat inside of the cheesesteak for <laughs> the price that it is. Yeah. But- you walk in there and the whole place is filled with like blue lives matter signs. And it makes me really like not want to be given money. <laughs> yeah, them. that's fair. So the happy medium is the newer spot Papones that makes a pretty good cheesesteak. Papones. <laughs> okay. All right. So, all right. That's cool. It's my long winded. That was, my, a, uh, I mean, Matt, that was that, a really good, that was like, you just told us like your origin story. Yeah. That's a, I was like, that explains why you're still doing horror movie marathons to this day. You're to just this like, day. yeah. Watching five in a day is no, that's, that's a standard day. Yeah. I'm chasing that high. Chasing, <laughs> chasing that five free movies and a, and a cheesesteak. Dude, the most wow. guilt I've ever felt in my life, though, was the day that I rode up to that video store and there was a closed sign on it. And I was like, <laughs> I killed them. I killed them. I, but, you rode up trying to return your five. In, in my mind, like you kept this scam going for years. It was like this, it, somehow this video store was like, why haven't we made any money yeah. in months? Well, the, <laughs> I, I've told this story on the Geekscape podcast, and someone pointed out like if a 12 year old has cracked that code, there was plenty of people. To be, yeah, like, you're probably right. Like about you that. can't, you can't walk off feeling like you single handedly took this business down <laughs> because they couldn't figure out how to fix a glitch in their computer. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, that's true. That is true. But yes, those. The, that that is the Matt Kelly origin story. I I will end with one last sandwich based question before I we go it, to our yeah. rankings. You can only have one breakfast sandwich and one traditional lunch or dinner sandwich for the rest of your life. Like you can eat other foods, but when it comes time to order a sandwich, you can only get the same sandwich for either breakfast, lunch, or dinner. So you're picking two sandwiches is what I'm saying mm. here. What are the two that you're going with? What's your breakfast Sammy and what's your lunch slash dinner Sammy? That's a good question. Well, I mean, I guess for breakfast I have to go with the uh I referenced it earlier, but being a native New Yorker, Long Island specifically, the bacon, egg, and cheese on a Kaiser roll. Add hot sauce. Do not put ketchup on your bacon, egg, and cheese. Okay. I can't say this <laughs> emphatically enough. I don't know why people do this. It is a mistake. So and, I'm gonna, you're gonna be devastated by this. Not, I, I put, I would put ketchup on a sausage egg and cheese, but not on a bacon egg and cheese. I don't, but uh, uh, ketchup and eggs is, I, I don't get it. It seems. See, weird. I'm, I'm a fan, but oh. I'm gonna go one, I'm gonna go one further. Great. I'm gonna go with what I think is the best breakfast sandwich in the entire fast food game. I'm going with the sausage egg and cheese McGriddle. You know the McGriddle is a is a is a <laughs> real special sandwich. I I agree with you about that. Um, I I found out recently that if you ask politely enough, they'll replace the McGriddle egg with the egg McMuffin egg, and that is just unlocking a whole new world of your wow. McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I don't think I knew that they were different eggs. Well, the on the, two. the the McMuffin one is the round. The round egg white with the yellow yolk oh, in the center. Oh, right, right, right. The McGriddle one is just like a scrambled egg, essentially. A scrambled egg. I got you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a very good choice. I, I'm still going to stick with my standard bacon, egg, and cheese on a Kaiser roll with hot sauce. Okay. Um, that's Lunch dinner? For lunch dinner, um, I like a... So you said hoagie. Coming from New York, I'm going to say hero. I like a hero sandwich. Yeah. And I guess I'm going to say like an Italian hero okay. um 
or sometimes even, well, I, you're telling me to pick one. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pick one. I'm going to say a standard Italian where it's like ham, salami, provolone, lettuce, tomato, maybe some of those hot cherry peppers. God, I love those. Oh, you can tell I like right. spicy things and the oil and vinegar dressing on it. So it's like oh, kind of soaking through in. the bread. That's like the party sub that I used to have. Like, um, <laughs> again, I know this is regional as well for people, but growing up, you have like a pool party in the summer for some friend's birthday and the parents get the six foot party sub yep. of uh, half American, oh, yeah. half Italian. Yep, that's and the way they do it. The whole American <laughs> side gets thrown away because nobody wants it. Everyone just gets the <laughs> Italian side. I don't know why people even did the split because it was all that was left always. Um, that Fair. that Italian uh, sandwich, that's that would be my go-to for lunch. If I had to pick one for the yeah. rest of my life. So I'm torn right now. I'm thinking, like, do I go with a classic turkey club mm-hmm. or do I go with just an all-American grilled cheese sandwich? Um, no cheese, and I'm and I'm gonna land. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a middle one. I'm gonna go exquisite. If this is the only sandwich that I can ever have, there was a place that we used to throw shows at in in my local area that was just like a little coffee spot. Mm-hmm. But they had something on the menu that they called the best damn grilled cheese you'll ever have, <laughs> and I took them up on that offer. I said, let me try that. This was a grilled cheese sandwich, just a traditional. Like white bread, American cheese, grilled cheese sandwich. Nothing fancy on that realm. But they fried up some turkey and put it in there. They fried up some bacon, threw that in there. Nice. And they sliced up a red delicious apple and put the red delicious apple Whoa. slices in there so that you got like that that little bit of like red delicious apple flavor when you bit into this grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. If I can only have one sandwich, I'm going with I'm going with feeling like a king every time <laughs> that I eat this grilled cheese sandwich. And then uh, I mean, if you have a grilled cheese sandwich, you do have to have the side of tomato soup. That is just the Oh, you got to have a side works. with yours? I, I wasn't pitched a side <laughs> well, with my sandwich. You can you can choose to have a side. <laughs> the side is not like Oh, the side it can debate. change every day if I want to. Yeah, if you were like, "Oh, oh okay. I want some I want, you know, but to me, I don't think that there is another soup that you have with a grilled cheese sandwich but a tomato soup. No, I, that's that's pretty true. Yeah, you, that's that's what you want. Um, All right, so how are we ranking this? That's a good choice. Good choice. I, I, I think it's a classic. It's a classic for a reason. Where Where are we ranking this amongst the parodies? Amongst the sandwiches. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to put this... I'm very excited to see where you put this because I'm noticing a theme in the middle of both of our lists right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to put this in between My Bologna and I Love Rocky Road. Okay. I'm going to put this just below Eat It and just below above My Bologna. Mm. Um, but I love that what I've noticed is that we have a very nice cluster of food-based songs. Just we do, and I just... All- all yeah, you put yours together. on the other side of my Bologna, but otherwise we have the same uh, <laughs> the same general idea here. Yeah, it is true. The food stuff is uh, all sitting together. That's really interesting. <laughs> it's gonna, you know, we were talking about how we were eventually going to, um, <laughs> when we get to like the food album, we'll rank the food songs in order of our yes. favorite to least favorite. But I think it's literally just going to be. <laughs> <laughs> same cluster it's just they're all gonna somehow never be separate they're, from each yeah, other they're just they're pre-ranked because we've, we're doing it subconsciously we don't even realize um no i actually love the idea of doing that ranking because it maybe it will move things around a little bit but yeah, so far looking your... at this i feel pretty good about this uh this sequence i i same but yeah, all right yeah, well yeah. 
Matt, next week we wrap up in 3D. Um, in 3D. In 3D, we're gonna we're gonna have a guest on that episode, uh, I believe. Uh, we're gonna talk about. I'm sure we're gonna talk about horror movies. We're gonna Oof. talk about Nature Trail to Hell, and we're gonna have to rank where we put the entire in 3D album at that point. So, oh man, stay tuned for where it falls. Is it in our number one slot or our number two slot? Listeners, find out. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 